Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Who says I have horses with people problems? Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the horse talk show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the CEP's downtown studios in the horse capital of the world with dancing Pete Rhoda. And I don't know where to begin because there's so much. I don't know how we're going to cram it all in one show. But we're going to. But we will. <laughs> I want to say, first of all, congratulations to White Abario, the white horse, as he's known. And uh, very, very excited for <sighs> not only Spendthrift, who we love and have visited in Kentucky, but uh, also to the Ocala Connection, Summerfield Training and Sales, Andrew and his family, who uh, actually sold this horse. And Andrew told me way back when, watch out for this horse and um, he's really shown up winning the classic this weekend an amazing race and lovely to see the Dutros in the winning circle and uh, just to hear from Chip and next week we're going to share an interview actually with Chip where he talks about his four o'clock visits this is him sticking, sticking his, his tongue, tongue out, out. at uh, the rest of the world like yeah see I can do it uh, but Chip shared with us a little story about how four o'clock every morning this horse looks for him to come with the mints and visit him. And uh, that's Rick Dutro, the trainer. Chip is his brother, who is the assistant trainer. And uh, how he takes this horse out every morning after he's had his breakfast so he can graze in his favorite patch of grass. And I just thought it was just so neat to hear the love in Chip's voice for this horse. And he said, oh, I get to hang out with this guy. And it's just the best. So wow. um, look so at you behind the scenes. I know. Sitting by the flowers. There and, uh, so what's really their flower exciting. for the breeder? Cup? Don't ask me because I can never remember the name okay. of it. And I have one. I have one from the American Pharaoh blanket at home that I saved. Uh, but I can never remember the name of it. And actually... Kylie looked it up the other day, and I can't remember. So anyway, Kylie's in charge today. Isaac is actually in Orlando uh, working an event, but Kylie's here. So she's so we're in safe time. hands. We're in safe hands, yeah. So anyway, it was a great race, um, great a great horse. Actually, many, many great races over the weekend, uh, two days, Friday and Saturday of racing course. We were only there Saturday, but it was wonderful to see all the Ocala Marion County connections. There are many. And, and why do they call it the Breeders' Cup? Um, because it's all the uh, breeders are the focus of that who bred the horse. Now that doesn't mean then it doesn't matter. It still matters who owns it currently and who the trainer is. But there's breeders awards that come like extra money for being a breeder, and then often the breeders are actually there. And these are some of the other winners that had Marion County connections. Cody's Wish, of course, has the story that uh, hasn't given uh, anybody a dry eye in days. Yeah, and we don't we don't want to hear about the ending of that. Story. Well, you know, it's um, it's incredible that the parents of this young man. Uh, Cody Dorman were actually uh, determined to give this little boy the, the best life that he could have. He met Cody at um, at the farm at, with Make-A-Wish Foundation when the horse was still an unnamed weanling and they named the horse Cody's Wish after Cody Dorman who was not supposed to live past his second birthday and uh, the horse he was at the horses every race. Every time the horse saw him, he went and put his head in his lap. This is a, you know, a stallion who is all cranked up and fired up to run and uh, always stopped to put his head in the lap of Cody Dorman when he was in his wheelchair. wheelchair. He actually had a very rare uh, syndrome that he was born with. And uh, Cody was at every single race. And really, it's what kept him going and kept him going. And um, Cody was in the winner's circle this weekend 
when Coyotes Wish won the Breeders' Cup for the second time, won his Breeders' Cup race. Uh, he's actually a Bridalwood grad here in Ocala. He won the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, and uh, Cody mm. Dorman was right there for it. And Cody's family left on Sunday to go back home, and very sadly, Cody passed away. He passed away on uh, Monday morning, and very sad. Uh, to hear that, but he had, he lived an amazing life. He lived many, many years longer than was expected, and he stayed around until Cody's Wish ran his last race. Cody's Wish actually retired after this race to uh, to go to the breeding shed and be a stallion. So, anyway, try not to cry. That's right. I'm really, really amazed by his parents, by their strength, and uh, just what amazing people they are that they carried on giving him a life and didn't just keep him at home and let him enjoy himself and he loved every minute of being around Cody's wish so just a really tear-jerking our, our hearts story. and prayers so, go out to the family yes they do thank you Pete that's what I was going to say <laughs> um, we've got a few mention a few events that are coming up Horse Farms Forever has their summit uh, which oh, is coming here's up. Here's your tongue twister. Yeah, I know. I can never say it, right? Conservation Summit 2023. Conversations about conservation. I did good, didn't Woo, I? Yes. That was November 16th. Better than I could do. From 5 to 7 p.m. They're talking about the Florida Wildlife Corridor, saving the panther. The Florida panther is the focus of this particular summit. And it'll and be interesting because the guy that found the panther in the swamps in Florida will be there. That's right. So, interesting. Um, yeah, Carlton Ward Jr., National Geographic Explorer, is going to be the keynote speaker talking about the endangered Florida panther. So, uh, make sure you sign up for that. It's $40 a ticket, and you can go online to horsefarmsforever.com. And it's at Ocala Breeder Sales, that particular event is. Uh, Stirrups and Strides are having their annual fundraiser for the uh, for their therapeutic riding club. This is their big fundraiser. They're trying to fundraise for um, covering all their costs for the year. That is bootleggers, jackpots, and jazz. And that is December 2nd. So get your uh, 1920s costume out for that. Oh, we got to say 1920s. We can't say 20s anymore. Oh, that's right. We can't say the 20s. We must say 1920s. Uh, tickets are $100. That's the suggested donation. You can take a whole table, and there are sponsorships available. You can go to stirrupsandstrides.com for that for more information. We and, have some um, Charleston dancing yeah, going Pete on. Yeah, Pete will teach you the, um, the Charleston for sure. Uh, absolutely. If you show up, he'll teach you. He's the dancing teacher, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, they actually have a professional group coming up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Professionals, okay. Uh, and then our Open Hands Animal Rescue Pet of the Week is Phoenix. And I hear Phoenix is very sweet, actually. Um, I kind of want them all. As Tammy knows, when she sends me, uh, when there's she a theme to these dogs know, that look like your dogs. Yes, I know you're right. So Phoenix is uh, three to four years old, thirty pounds, uh, dog, cat, and chicken friendly. Apparently, um, she's a little shy because she comes from extreme abuse circumstances, but very sweet once she warms up to you. Of course, she is all up to date on her shots, spade, and microchip. So, if you would like to adopt. Phoenix. She is looking for her forever home and sounds like she might be a nice barn dog, barn companion, since she um, seems to like other animals as well. So Open Hands Animal Rescue, they are absolutely phenomenal. They're going to be having an event at Ocala Dog Ranch coming up very soon uh, for adopting out a number of these animals. They've had a lot, influx of a lot. They've been fostering a lot out, so we're just trying to help get as many of them as we can adopted out to um, to good homes so very important we've got lots for you in the lineup we have got quite a quite a busy show we have a uh, top endurance racers here in the studio with us uh, known for a long time i don't even know how long it's been a long time uh, <laughs> heather and jeremy reynolds and uh, excited to have them with us and we also have tick back in the studio with us tick maynard uh, is going to be with us and maynard. also glenn stewart so we're very excited to talk about some cult starting with them so we'll be back after this break we're going to wipe our eyes and we'll be uh, we'll be good to go stay with us 
This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lip Chip, built by Horsemen, for Horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is Lip Chip. Broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show. This segment brought to you by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Television broadcast sponsor, look. They're even on my shirt. Woohoo! Isn't that cool? I know, nice. So, friends of ours back in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital, thrilled to have Heather and Jeremy Reynolds, who we were trying to figure out how long I'd known them, and we can't even... Long while. It's been a long time, hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> I, Megan was little when she used to come out and ride with you in Dunellen, so mm-hmm. that was 10, 11 years ago, must be. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Absolutely. And also when you're the top endurance riders. Well, you're definitely the top endurance riders that I know, and I think you're probably in the very, very top uh, few in the U.S. for sure. So you guys, hard to keep up with, amazing, uh, incredible riders, and do the Tevis Cup and, and many, many other endurance races. Tell us a little bit about, about you guys. You've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Yeah, longer than I care to say, actually. <laughs> So when did you start? What year? 88. 88. There you go. You you guys do the math. (laughs) Okay, neither one of you look old enough to have done it in 88. So how did you fall in love with endurance racing? Why that sport? I fell in love with it. I I like going places, meeting people, enjoying my horse. And I get to see so much countryside that I would never see otherwise because I'm not that ambitious. Yeah, and I get to see things like that where I'm that's amazing. caring for my life. Um, but yeah, that's what I like doing about uh, why I am drawn to endurance. Yeah, LynnGlazer.com. Look, she can take some pictures, right? For sure. That's amazing. Wow. And where is that? Where are you in this? I'm on the Tevis, trying not to die right there. Um, Look at that. My horse, so on this particular spot, there's a bypass, and the horse had just gone on the bypass, and I told him to jump up, and when he did, he when you tell his horse to go, he really mitts we'll say so he over jumped he landed like a kangaroo and his legs were kind of flailing in one of those other pictures he was going to flip over backwards and instead he made a choice to pirouette and do this which i appreciate the choice but i yelled some really loud profanities right about then yeah um and we survived and we came in yeah that's me saying please don't step on me Um, because when he landed he had to pinball Boing to the left because otherwise we were going to go off of a cliff. Off a cliff. And oh, is so, that all? 
So instead, <laughs> so, so as bad as this all looks, he made excellent choices. He did. And, and, I mean, it looks horrible, but for what he was given, this was the best choice he could make. Yeah. This is not for beginners. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, the last segment of the show, we've got some little walk up the hill videos to the Hollywood sign. You know that we it makes it look fairly like tame. You know, yeah. but well, like I said, there's a bypass. So don't let this deter you from this. No, part. not at all. Now here you go. This looks a little more relaxing. Yeah, this is a just above our house in um, Greenwood, California. Beautiful. We trained for that race. Yeah. This is one of our homebreds, one of our babies. Really? Yeah. He's not a baby anymore. That's no. It's Gadget. No. I think that's Navarre. That's nice. That's okay, never mind. It's Navarre. It's <laughs> beautiful. Where in California? Um, near Auburn. Oh. So east of Sacramento by about an hour in the foothills there. Mm. And if you were to go another hour and a half over the mountain, you'd be at Lake Tahoe. Oh, really? wow. oh, I bet it's gorgeous. That's yeah, really pretty. Really That's gorgeous. Awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. So how did you guys get into horses? I was fortunate to meet a guy on a ski hill when I, I was I just moved to Lake Tahoe and um, my a, a little uh, I was tiny and this kid I met we were snowboarding he's like hey you wanna you like horses and I said yeah I haven't really been around too many but I, I, and he invited me to go do sleigh ride, to help with sleigh rides and I fell in love with horses and you couldn't um, get me keep me away so that's amazing so the Tevis this is uh, actually if you're, if you're watching us if you're listening to us you have to go find us on Equus TV or Facebook yeah this is us and, just out Riding for fun. This is not the day of the race, but that is the trail. That is just Part riding for fun. That looks yeah. that looks fun. It was. Yeah, fun. this oh, was yeah. actually getting these these horses ready for the national championship that just happened two weeks ago in yeah. Texas. So we did the national championship during our road trip in Texas, and we both won. We won our weight divisions for both national Are you champions. Yeah, really? Oh my god, that's incredible. Now you ride predominantly Arabians. Yeah, and this is an Arabian, even though he looks uh, like a bigger, beefier horse um he's purebred but yeah we ride arabs arab crosses we've got some appy arabs some anglo arabs but mostly and you like but you like the arabian breed for the endurance because they're so hardy and tough aren't they yeah Yeah. they're they're most well this is our little fold we're on the side here not we're we're, Um, we're going sideways but that's okay we're good look (laughs) how old is that fall yeah makes you feel like you're about to fall (laughs) if you're watching we've got a tilted camera yeah yeah. yeah, he's a wingling. So he's, in this video, he's uh, just shy of six months old. How cool is that? Yeah. So you're getting him just early acclimated? We're to- actually taking him to our friend's house, and he's going to um, grow up on the hard ground in California up in the mountains, and we're just taking him from our ranch yeah, to so their ranch. Yeah, so pointing him over, just leaving him there for this winter. Oh. Oh, so he'll stay over there and, and learn. Yeah. 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 Just grow up on the hills. This is another beautiful picture. Look at these two. So that's my (laughs) horse on the right that I'm campaigning with the foal, and they have pretty similar markings. They're so similar. And they're not related at all. That's incredible how alike they are. This this is just... Oh, look at that! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That really is. And so this one on the left is one you ride regularly. That's the one I rode at the Tevis that was making all those decisions. Super solid. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's the one that made all the good decisions. Yeah, and then he yeah. also won the national championship for me. Wow, he's beautiful. Look at look at him. His coloring is amazing. He really is. Yeah. He looks very uh, very kind and very smart. He is. He's a cool dude. And this is when we dropped off Trigger at the neighbors to grow up with their foal. That's nice for them to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how nice. That's perfect. So they can... Yeah, and when we picked up Trigger, yeah, he's a little wild, so he still has his little catch rope on. So yeah, he's got. He's getting little... a lot of handling where he's at. We only had him for a week in our possession before bringing him to our friends. So not a lot of time for yeah. him, but he's he's yeah. got somebody to play with now and learn horse yeah. behavior and herd stuff with, which is good. I love it when they have a friend. Yeah, it's super fun. Our friends have um, uh, cameras set up for the for the babies so we should check in on him anytime our friend was loading up yesterday in their trailer and we called we're like hey we see we're out riding (laughs) (laughs) that's your weird stalker friends (laughs) we're stalking you because any emotion the camera goes and i go what's the baby camera i'll see what's happening (laughs) so is the is the tevis cup is that the most challenging of all the endurance races that i've ever done yeah 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 Yeah, i believe so yeah i believe it is yeah, that's the toughest, right? Mm-hmm. That's 100 miles. And it's the one that started our sport. Whoa. So, yeah. yeah, that's the rock I should have been going up, but I was going down. <sighs> that's our friend riding one of our lease horses this year. That's Cheryl. She's from Florida as well. Wow. Yep. Uh, so you lease out your horses to people who train with you? 
they train with you on the horse? Not necessarily. Then... They just have to be qualified, um, and we interview them to make sure that we want to send them out on this trail with our horse. They usually ride them a few times so we can kind of pass along the, the buttons, per se, and what to... Yeah, and it's also required safe, yeah. that the race itself requires you to have at least 300 miles of competition of 50 miles or greater. And then our personal requirement is you have to have completed a one-day hundred before going there. A one-day hundred. Yeah, before so, going on our horse. And this girl is eight years old. She was doing the rider behind Jeremy. She was doing her first hundred-mile ride on her pink-tailed horse there. I like the pink tail. A hundred yeah. miles nonstop. One hundred miles nonstop. This girl is amazing. Her name is Stella. And she's how old? Eight, eight years old. Eight years old. And we old. sponsor her. So if you're under 16 years old, you need to ride with an adult sponsor that's older than 21 years old. So we took her through the hundred, and that was super fun. And it was amazing because most kids, you know, they look at the scenery and they're like, whatever. This girl, whenever you came to a vista, she would look how beautiful it is. And she was genuinely into it, appreciating yeah. the beauty yeah. of the area. So, how like, long does it take to do a 100 miler? Why don't we finish that thing? Ooh, this one, wow, man, uh, maybe 16, 17 hours. That, That's that a long one. time. Yeah. Ooh. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, look at the dog hanging yeah. in there. I love this. That's, That's Theo, our Anatolian. Used yeah. to be our goat dog. Now he's our. Horse dog. Now he's the horse yeah. dog. <laughs> that noise means that we already have to take a break. But the good news is we do have another segment with Heather and Jeremy. So I've got loads more questions to ask. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back in just a minute. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial, reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin, improve texture and tone. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial, reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin, improve texture and tone, stimulate collagen production, reduce inflammation and acne, and increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. Does your farm need a facelift? 
Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352 502 5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith, Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Before we ask any more questions... I am going to do this so I don't forget. Yeah, we forget. Yes, we forget so often. Heather and Jeremy run us on top. We have black bags. Goodie bags. We have black bags. That do weird things with them. And we also have a, this is really fun. Pat Myers Electric has a gift certificate here for you for a completely free barn consultation on all your electrical stuff to oh, have a look right. and tell you if you've got any issues or concerns of safety or anything like that. So, yeah, so he's amazing. He, he is, came out awesome. to my place and within three seconds had found all the problems. Perfect. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. so he'll come out and take a look. No uh, no obligation, no cost, nothing. His team is just amazing. Troubleshoot it. Yeah, just know. come and tell you're you like... Catch on fire. Exactly, because you don't want that to happen. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> So we were talking about the Tevis Cup. What's the most exciting thing? Jeremy, we'll start with you. What's the most, like, scary, exciting thing that's ever happened to you on, a, on an endurance ride? Ooh, oh. I, don't, I have so much fun. I don't know. <laughs> I, this oh, what would scare little, me? This year, was, <laughs> this year was a little nerve-wracking because I decided to do it with a deck rope. So ah. the start, I wasn't sure how it would go, and it... it it went really well. I was surprised, but um, good horse, my good horse. That was that was for me one of the most exhilarating things. Starting knowing my horse has to trust me and listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start with that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, isn't it? Oh my goodness, yes. So no bridle. Nope. That's really. I like uh, your pants. Thanks. Yeah, they look comfortable. <laughs> so if you're they? listening on the radio station, uh, he has lightning going down his pants. Yeah, and he lo- they look like some comfy pants. <laughs> our, too. our friend Diane yeah. Stevens of Crazy Legs Tights makes those, and they're fleece lined on the inner leg. They're super comfortable. Oh, nice. Yeah. Heather usually clips my horse and puts a lightning bolt on my butt on my horse's look butt. That. That's <laughs> so. phenomenal. But her coat was too short. I guess yeah. comfort's pretty important for twelve to fourteen hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to be uh, you got to be comfortable in the saddle. For sure. Yeah. No rubs. No rubs. <laughs> no, for sure. How about you for an exciting? Oh, exciting! Um, thrilling, thrilling. Well, we watched well, one. We watched one. one yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you say when she flipped backwards on the hill. Yeah. Well, one time, one of our horses, our friend, the horse kind of went off the side, and before we could make up any choice of what to do, the tree had caught the horse right on the edge of the trail. Like the horse was maybe. 10 or 11 feet off, and then it was a cliff, and a tree had caught the horse, and the horse decided, I saw her little eyes get, like, real big and look at me, and I'm on a single track, so if the horse came up, she'd have one chance to get hooked onto the trail, or else I don't think the tree was going to catch her again. So as I'm moving the horse that I'm on back, like, get out of the way, we got to make room, she did a Hail Mary and jumped, and she caught the trail with her front legs and just did, like, this huge Hercules, like, pull-up onto the trail. I thought, well, she probably just tore everything, and she's probably going to be really sore and not finish the ride, but at least she's fine and alive here and she finished yeah wow. that's pretty wow, amazing that's amazing so i always say trail riding is the most unpredictable thing you can do on a horse yeah. <laughs> and the most fun yeah now tell us about the rest of the four leggeds because some wonderful photos of you traveling with the the dog and the cat and i love it yeah we have some fun traveling and it's it's really fun when you have a cat that's kind of like into you, like being pet and reaching for you. There, there he is. is. Oh, I know. I never saw a <laughs> yeah. cat look like oh, this yeah. He's lovely. He, he is ridiculous. He is one of the dogs. Um, and he loves, he, for the first couple of years, he'd get on that thing with the chihuahua and the chihuahua was really mad. And now the chihuahua's kind of given up. So they'll both share that center council <laughs> as we're driving. Um, cat likes to travel. Yeah. yeah. Cat's acting like a dog. <laughs> oh, that one. I love that one. He's, like, he spends, I don't know, like 75% of the time in my lap. Aww. Driving. Yeah, yeah and he's cool. got his cat box in the back. And then he cool. uses it, we just pull over and scoop it out. Yeah. Now for our 
listeners who don't know as much about endurance there's regular checks on your horse and and you right when you're when you're doing all this exciting stuff yeah every 15 to 20 miles there's a uh, full bed examination and and a lot of, there's many metabolic parameters and they safety for the horse is utmost importance yeah and they have to be fit to continue at every given point including the finish line mm. so they have to be sound they have to not be you know needing any help as far as metabolically or anything like that their heart rate has to come down to usually 60 or 64 beats good yeah yeah i just want to make sure our listeners knew that because it's a long way you know yeah. 100 miles i want them to so know how, i know how, how you guys feel about your horses yeah, i know and you and adore it's a them zero tolerance sport so we can't use any anything no yeah. butte nothing just ice we can use things like desitin if they have a little cut or rub mm-hmm. um, nothing medicated nothing nothing yeah. no so what's their heart rate when they show up and then how long do they give you to get it down to 60s um, so, well, your whole time starts when your your heart gets to 60 or 64 beats, depending on the race. And um, then... But when you arrive into the check, you it, have, could, it could be really high, yeah, you have depending 15, on how quickly minutes. you come in. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes, but... Before you're disqualified. Yeah, but the good horses are coming down in two or three minutes. Okay, wow. so you, you train them so that you hit that checkpoint two to three minutes you get to go yeah. instead of getting held up for 15 20 minutes yeah well right. yeah and the thing is also the strategy of it is your horse has to reach that number before your hold starts so if you were there for an hour let's say all the minutes you spend trying to get the pulse down are wasted time yeah mm-hmm. so if you have a horse that comes in blowing really hard and your horse at 80 beats a minute and you've been there 10 minutes putting water on pulling him and i just cruise in on my horse at 60 my hour starts right now and you've lost 10 minutes to me Wow. So there's a lot of strategy in that. Yeah, 10 well. minutes, depending on the race, that could be three or four miles. Right. Wow. Well, not four miles, but like two two or three miles. That wow. could make a difference between you yeah. winning and not oh, winning. Huge, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you guys win a lot. I know, I follow you pretty closely. <laughs> <laughs> we you have, have fun, to be... But we go slow a lot, too. Yeah, and that's yeah just we just were watching yeah. the sunset at our race on Saturday. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a 50-mile event. Yeah. And you love to just ride just for the fun of riding. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the competition that you do, obviously, mm-hmm. but you just love to just go riding at the farm in Dan Allen, right? Well, the fun, the fun is all the time you get to spend and bond with them and get to do these fun things. And and that's how you get to have a horse that like mine that I can ride with a string around her neck and I spend some serious time with her. I yeah. mean, we'll be in our living room, and if there's a full moon and we're watching Netflix, we'll stop it and go out and ride in the middle of the night. Like, oh, let's go. I love yeah. that. We just like riding. So how many miles do you do a week on your horses? Oh, we usually do 30 to 40 miles um, a day. So, and we usually... But not on... Not on... Not like on, like you, as riders. Not on one riders. horse. Not yeah, on yeah. one horse. No, I'm saying when you ride, how many miles do you log? On a single horse in a week? Uh, no. The, no, no. Just your whole, your whole training... For a week, oh. so... Oh, well, about, about 40. About 180 to 200 miles, I would say, a week. Wow. Yeah. You guys have to be like super fit. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like routine now, so it doesn't feel that way. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Do you do anything special to stay fit? You don't need to. Cause just ride and take care well, of the horses. Sometimes, they, like for Tebus, I, I'll run and get really in good shape for running. But most of the time, it's just because you get off and run sometimes, don't you? Yeah, with the, the mountain horse. courses. To yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh, so that's allowed to get off your yeah. horse and yeah. run? It's a partnership, yeah, a team. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. If your horse cool. wants a break, you get off and... Uh-huh. Well, and mainly, um, like Tebus or the big mountain races, uh, there's the extreme downhills and uphills, and a lot of time I'll be competing, I'll be giving up 30, 40 pounds, and... Um, to, to, the, to other competitors. To the top, you know, the top riders are usually a lot lighter than I am, so I, that's how I kind of make up for it. And then um, when we do international racing, every the weight is more similar. It's a, it, so it's more of a level playing field than that. And the speeds are faster, so you're not getting off. But, yeah, so. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it? It's, like, super impressive. I know. <laughs> so the really exciting part, at least for me anyway, is that next week we are actually going to go out to Dan Allen to their farm and we are actually going to create a mini series because I have like 10,000 more questions to <laughs> to ask them and I know you probably do too if you don't know a lot about endurance or if you're just starting to learn about it so there's so many different parts like even Pete's question about how many miles a week you you ride your horse I mean what a great question and how that all works so I'm here isn't yeah, it? <laughs> right and how and how you keep a horse fit enough and yourself fit enough to be able to do this and love it not just do it, but yeah. like love it and really live for it. it. 
and you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do it every day. I feel it's, bad. I, my horses sit around, so. <laughs> yeah, mine too, and he's a bit they, fat. So. They, probably, they, they don't they mind They love their, their routine. Way. They love yeah. a routine. Yeah. 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 Well, Heather and Jeremy Reynolds, I want to thank you both. Dear friends, known you for a long time. We don't know how long, but a long time. I love them to death. I'm so proud of them. They've achieved such greatness in their sport, and we'll have that mini-series coming up for you in a few weeks, and you'll get to see more of the horses, more of the farm, and learn even more about endurance. So thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you. We'll be back on the second half of the show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now, here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Dancing Pete Don't Rhoda take that here. away from me. <laughs> Dancing Pete Rhoda here in the studio, Louisa Barton. And we have a couple of special guests. We haven't had Tick Maynard. Um, he has many titles. Uh, he's an author. You've probably read his book. See it everywhere. It's everywhere. Great book. And uh, he's also a, an eventer. And he does horsemanship. And he's doing Road to the Horse, Bolt Starting. And then we have Glenn Stewart, uh, also uh, does horsemanship and is has done Road to the Horse before and is kind of alongside Tick for this experience. Well, for now, cool. anyways, we're yeah. hanging out for 10 days. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, Tick, tell us a little bit about Road to the Horse. Well, Road to the Horse is a competition that's been around for about 20 years. Uh, It's been in Texas and Tennessee, I think, and for the last 10 years or more, it's been in Kentucky at the Kentucky Horse Park. And uh, I went there to watch it for the first time live uh, this past March. And uh, before that, uh, I'd only ever seen it on the live streaming or the DVDs. I got a little DVD collection, which <laughs> people probably don't have anymore. And uh, the first the first year that I uh, really got into it was actually with the year that Glenn was competing uh, in 2012. And you were there as part of a team, I think, right, with another yeah. Canadian. They had a Nations Cup format that year. And uh, the whole idea is they got three days to start some quarter horses. And, uh, I mean, it's the kind of thing that I guess you either get into or you don't, but... Me, I started watching it, and it's just like you're addicted. Like you can't stop watching it. It's just amazing. It's just amazing the job these guys do. It really is. It really is. So, what made you want to do this? Is it just something you haven't done before, and you yes. were like, you know, new he's an, wait a minute, he's an inventor. They do anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is true. <laughs> he's probably going to go there and go downright brave. Well, where's the other two mm-hmm. part of the competition part? <laughs> we only did one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, when I first watched it, it wasn't something that crossed my mind that it was something that I, that I could do, you know, that I, that I would be, uh, you know, eligible to do it. It's by invitation only. And uh, after watching it for a few years, you know, there's some people that I, I really, really admire. You know, you watch them do it, and it's just like, it's like watching an artist. You know, it's like they don't make a lot of mistakes, if any mistakes, and it's just so smooth, and they've got this rhythm, and they just really... Um, in three days, develop a really nice relationship with the horse. But then at the same time, there's a few people that I'd be watching. I'm, I'm kind of watching. I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, I think I could do as good a job as, as that guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Uh-oh, don't mention so any well. names I now. Know, maybe, <laughs> well, I guess that guy can get through it. Maybe I can get through it, you yeah. know? And um, I don't start, uh, you know, the number of horses that somebody like Glenn does. Like Glenn, I was talking to him about it, and he said he started over 5,000 horses. Three. 3,000 horses. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's just the numbers. Like, you know, once you get over starting a 1,000 horses, I think yeah. it's just like, you know, it's just a whole bunch of horses. And, uh, you know, there's other people like that that have started thousands of horses, and that's that's not me. But I've started an, enough horses in, in the venting world and people for in show jumping or dressage. I started to think it would be something that if I could get in, um, it would really up my game. And that's what uh, Glenn here is doing is he's helping me up my game. Well, you do have a, a way with horses. I remember when we were at the Ocala Jockey Club, and this would be a few years back now, I remember we had a horse of yours, the Dark Bay, I yeah. think, was going around, and you and I were in the middle, yeah. and he was just, he was amazing. I mean, he was so, so good. 
especially in that environment there was a lot going on a lot of different people around a lot of activity and everything and i thought at that time wow this guy he's he's pretty good so uh, i was impressed then and have you know been at your farm and yeah. around you and your wife and yeah. your horses and and so i think that you know the foundation's definitely there this is just a new challenge right yeah it's it's a new challenge it's uh it's going to be a big challenge you know p was out the other day watching and uh i think you said after you hadn't seen me that nervous before but uh yeah it was I we should have videoed was, him we could have put the video no <laughs> so the, so the big thing guys is when you put yourself out there that's something i mean glenn would probably say the same thing there's a lot of guys that talk on the side but when you get in that round pen and go okay let's let's do a cold start and it's a totally different experience, especially how you were trying to do it with the timing so you can get your timing down yeah. for the event. So, Glenn, tell us a little bit about how it feels to be in that event, because I want to see what <laughs> Tick thinks about this. Um, well, probably feels different for everybody. Depends why you're going there. What the reason for going to the event in the first place is. Um, uh, but for me, personally, I really uh, enjoy the challenge and the pressure of it. I don't think there's anything that I've done. Uh, I've done other ca uh, competitions that are world-class competitions where it's considered a world, you know, you're going to win the world if you win it. So I've done other, other things, but this one is the only one that I've done that, that actually um, there's so much that you can do. There's... You, there's some, some of the events, there's kind of nothing you can do at the point. You get to the event and you've, you've done everything you can do ahead of time, and now it just is what it is. But at this event, um, there's so many little things that you can do right or wrong. And uh, the horses, you don't know the horse. You've never seen the horse before. You've seen him for Wow, that was my next question. Have you seen minutes. the horse? Yeah. <laughs> so they run them through arena, and you get to look at like a dozen horses, and you pick your horse out of there depending on what you get to draw. Um, but then you go in and do... You, know, you pick the horse that you want to pick, and then that's and, a whole decision, our, too. for our listeners, how old is that horse? Three-year-olds. Three-year-olds, Three yeah. Yeah, so you pick your horse, and then you go in the, in the thing and go do do whatever you do. Um, but I, for the but the, the feel of it is, uh, I was saying, when you're riding around just for yourself, you kind of, your bar is here sort of deal. And then when you're riding for a customer, because somebody's paying you now, so you're going to bring the bar up a little bit. But when you go there and you're riding for $100,000 and a world championship title um, and there's six or 8,000 people watching you, then your bar crawls up again. So you that's put the bar tick. as high as you can possibly put it. He's sweating over that's here. It, that's it, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's the feeling you get when you watch. You know, for anybody that started horses, I, I think you realize pretty quickly that it's one thing, you know, that it, you can start a horse at home, you know, by yourself or with your coach and you spend, you know, six months doing it. And then it's another thing to be able to start a horse, you know, like in, in a few weeks and do a good job. And then it's a whole nother deal entirely when you're trying to start a horse, you know, in three days with a time limit and with five judges watching you and a crowd of people watching you and prize money on the line and everybody up in the stands. No pressure at opinions all. opinions about how you're doing. <laughs> oh, and you know you they know, all do. They all do yeah. I could do better than that one. <laughs> three hours. Yeah. So it's not three days, it's actually three hours, so you get two days, and then on the third day, it's you have to do the course, so you get 20 minutes on the third day. Yeah. So you really get kind of three hours and 20 minutes that you actually get your hands on the horse to get him ready for the course, and then and then out you go, out, open the big gate into the big arena, and uh, with all the people all lining the side and banners on the wall that would upset lots of people's broke horses, and um, yeah, you get to walk, trot, canter, and go both ways and go over bridges and open gates and drag things and swing a rope and go through a weave and go over jumps and ride across tarps and you got yeah that three hour and 20 minutes to get a horse ready to do all those things pick up his feet halter broke everything so glenn what did you set up tick for during this 10 days because i know tick invited you down so that he could get ready prepared to get that feeling and have somebody of your caliber to go, hey, you're missing this, missing that. So how did you set him up for this? Just sharing some of my ideas and some of the things that um, we better take a break because I just... <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you got it. Well, that's that sound that's again. That's the sound. <laughs> I actually have lots more questions when we come back. So we'll be back in just a minute with these chaps. Stay with us. 
Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses, and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Dancing Pete from Complimentary Horsemanship here with Louisa Barton, and we've been chatting here to Tick and Glenn, and we've been talking a little bit about this colt starting experience, which is incredible to me. I'm, I'm, I've heard about this before, but I've never really looked into all the fine details. So there's a, a herd of horses at the Kentucky Horse Park that have been basically castrated and branded and are not uh, handled already. You draw a chip and find out when you get to pick and you get to pick the horse you know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And in a very short period of time with an audience, you have to start that horse mm -hmm. and put it through a course. And in that course, you have to do what with the horse? Uh, they, they have usually 15 or 16 obstacles. I think Glenn obstacles. would probably remember better than I do, but they got a bridge. They have a weaving pattern. They got a noodle thing that you got to go through. You got to go over some trot poles and, and a little jump, and you got to rope, swing a rope and drag a barrel or a teddy bear. And, uh, you know, every year they have a, what they call a mystery obstacle. And I, I know Glenn one year had a, a, like a water pool with, like, I think they had little rubber ducks in it or something. No, this one just was just the black tarp with water in it that you had to walk through the box yeah. with your colt. And yeah. Then sometimes they'll have a sidewalk that you got to ride up onto a sidewalk that with this table and then make it a turn and ride off it and try to keep your get your horse to go up on that. And uh, Sometimes they got a, a tippy thing. You ride your horse up and it tips your colt. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's pretty challenging. There's flowers and everything and spooky little things. That <laughs> and after that, me. your horse is ready for the Tevis Cup. <laughs> Sure. I'm just like, I'll take one of those. It sounds good. <laughs> That's amazing. And so when, when does this all happen, Tick? When are you doing uh, It'll this? be, the I think, the third weekend in, in March. So I've got a few months still to get ready. I'm going to try to really take advantage of that time. Uh, Glenn's here for 10 days, and then he's 
doing uh he's going down to Wellington for a little bit and then coming back up to Ocala doing another clinic here. I think the next clinic is Cow Working Cow, Clinic. Work, yeah. Cow Working Clinic. Mm-hmm. And uh I think that'll be open to the public. So I think anybody that wants to come audit that or there might be one or two spots left for horses. Um, they've got the chance to come do that. And actually, uh, depending on when this airs, we've, we're doing this clinic here all the way through Friday. So if anybody wants to come out uh, this week and, and see these see this cold starting in action, see me work with the horses, or Glenn give me some, some tips, um, we're going to be starting three horses, so we're halfway through that time. And all three of these horses are for sale as well. Mm, very interesting. So you're having a chance, obviously not with the horse that you'll be competing with, but you're having a chance to learn some of the steps that you need to go through. And for our listeners, you're a three-day eventer, so is your wife, um, yep. Sinead. And so you're crazy already, we know, <laughs> because you're a three-day eventer, and we all know that you've got to be really brave. And uh, it's kind of like being an endurance racer. You've got to be pretty brave uh, to do those things. So so you've obviously had a lot of experience in the horse world already um, and, and been around, started eventers and that sort of thing. But this is a different... This is a different kind yeah, of a this feel. Is, this is very different. It's going to take me way out of my comfort zone. Uh, one of the first things that Glenn and I talked about when I when I met him uh, a year or two ago for the first time was he asked me about the reason for doing things, and he told me, you know, the reason that he did road to the horse is he said you can do something uh, to prove something, or you can do something to improve. And uh, you know, when when Glenn has done road to the horse and some of these other cold starting competitions. He's told me that uh, to really push himself, to really improve, you know, he'll pick one of the, the harder horses. He won't pick the easiest horse. Well, for me, I'm going to pick the easiest horse. <laughs> I, can, I can think of Which one's Tony the Pony? Because <laughs> <laughs> just by being there, it's going to be out of my comfort zone. So I'm going to be improving no matter what horse I get. So what's the biggest thing you've learned from Glenn? Because that's, you know, mentors I've had and people I've learned from and I've gone over to watch and learned some stuff from Glenn. What's the big thing you're getting from this experience from Glenn? Yeah, I think probably the the confidence he has in his in his system, in his program, that he's seen it work so many times. That he, and it's not just the, the big picture. Every little uh, nuance of how to hold the rope, how to have your fingers over top of it, how to take a little feel on it, uh, how to place your foot in the stirrup, how to take up a feel when you want to bend your horse. You know, he's thought about all of these things. So it's not just like he's saying something because it looks good or or because somebody told him to do it. Glenn's really aware of the reasons behind everything, and you can ask him at any point. You can say, hey, why are you doing this? And he's going to have a good reason about it. And I think because of that uh, that knowledge and that skill that he has, his, he comes across, and it's something that I've, I've been really trying to do myself, as, as very relaxed and confident. I think that's something the horse is really up on you know as soon as you get in there and you feel like you're in a hurry you're feeling tense you're not in the moment you're thinking about the past or the future and i think that really affects both how you work and how the horses perceive you so i'm really trying to be a little more zen like that (laughs) (laughs) be relaxed yeah yeah get that some of that rub off on you a little bit exactly know that you can do it i have great confidence in you i've seen you around horses for long enough to know that I think this will be a big success. Thank you. So, Glenn, what would be the biggest advice you would give to Tick going into this competition and with this horse? Biggest advice? I don't know. Don't get your knickers in the twist. Don't get your knickers in the twist. (laughs) I guess probably the biggest tip would be um, sprinkle things in there. Don't don't get stuck on any one thing. Just get a little bit of this done. Get a little bit of this done. Just keep sprinkling little things back, and then you can always go back and. and and make it a little bit better, but just sprinkle, 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 because if you're doing everything right, even though this isn't done, these things here will make this better. So I suppose, I don't know if that's the biggest tip, but it's one of the things that we've talked about. Wow. Well, I have um, some goodies for you guys. Um, I have a tick already asked about this, so I want you to have that. Yeah, this is a gift certificate that yeah. I just received. Thank you. That's for, right. Uh, Pat Myers. Pete Myers. Dancing Pat. It's, it's a gift certificate for $5,000. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, they give me one for a new house. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. you got to be on the horse talk show, obviously. And your piranha goodie bags. Nice little travel sizes um, for being on the road, which is... Um, which is good, but yeah, if you give Pat Myers a call, he'll come out and and check out all the things that you maybe don't want to know, but yeah. it's good to know, you know, because 
Nobody wants to deal and, with. And them. like he says, there's no judgment. No, he's like, it's you, a no you judgment know, you know, you know what you know, and just like if you came and checked out on his horses. He hopes he you would be nice. Yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> and you would tell him what you thought, and then and he's honest. That's the other good thing yeah. is he's going to tell you what he sees. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's well, a, I'm going to give him a call. Guy. We're going to have him come out to, to our farm, take a look around, do a walk through for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should film it. <laughs> listen to her we should film it we should film it we should you guys will get along he's a character he really is he's, yeah. he's a great guy so family how are how are the kids uh the kids are great we've got uh our son brooks just turned five and then our daughter violet is about a year and a half and wow. they're uh they're playing together and they're having a great time they're both in the, the montessori school in here in ocala and uh they just like the cutest things they're just so addictive you know the big thing I try to do with them every day, no matter how busy I am, is, is read to them in the evening. That's fantastic. And I was going to say, fathers out there, Tick is a really good father. I I love watching you with your kids. It's really... Thanks, Pete. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I have to say I agree. I think uh, the times I've been out and visited, you were, uh, you were always wonderful with them. Are they going to be writers? You know, Brooks hasn't shown much interest yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if when he gets a little older, he gets a little bit more interested. He but, starts liking girls oh, and yeah, sees all yeah, these yeah. girls riding. He's going to show off. Yeah. <laughs> but our, our daughter is, you know, it's interesting. He's more into the smaller animals, frogs, lizards, ants, spiders, bugs, grasshoppers. He's not as interested in the dogs and the horses, but Violet is like, she wants to ride the dogs. She wants to pet the horses. <laughs> like, she's not into the bugs, but she's super into the, into that already, even at a year and a half. It's pretty interesting. That's amazing. That's incredible. Well, I'm really excited for you. I'm very excited to hear about the results of all this. And you said this is in March? This will be, this will be in March, yeah. And uh, people can go and, you know, buy tickets and watch. And you can also, it'll be live streamed. So I'm not sure where, what that's on, but... I'm yeah, going to go back and home. watch a couple of those yeah. past years because I'm I'm really I'm curious about this. I think it'd be uh, be interesting to see. I was going to say I, just what last month I was watching Glenn and Jonathan Fields doing theirs, and I always watch it every so often because it it definitely helps your horsemanship yep. to see the well the horse top didn't win but Kylie's doing this yeah, so the win, that means didn't it's, go off. yeah it's wrap up time I want to thank you both for being yeah. with us we're definitely Thanks being keeping up yeah. with uh, with all of this and maybe come out and see you this week would be great mm -hmm. so thank you we got to wrap it up we're coming right back with the final segment of the show stay with us thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the horse talk show palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience thank you to our tv broadcast sponsor larson farms idaho's finest alfalfa also thank you to supporting sponsors nirvana medical spa tt distributors summit joint performance Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers a largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. And thank you to Larson Hay and Peterson Smith Equine Hospital, Seminole Feed and Ocala Dog Ranch this week. We uh, were able to cover a lot of the Breeders' Cup uh, championships and be there in California. And we're going to have a wonderful interview with Chip Dutro for you next week. But I want to start this segment off with Dancing Pete Roder's Complimentary Horsemanship Tip of the Week. Dancing Pete's Tip of the Week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemen. Okay, today's Tip of the Week is when you're riding, have a long focus, and your focus is your belly button, and you can add your eyes to it. I don't like belly buttons. You don't like belly buttons, okay. I always tell people, hold your hands against your cheeks and put your elbows against your chest, and that's how you turn your horse. Don't turn your head way far away. And when you're doing this, have a long focus. So I'll, I'll put out cones way out in the distance, and then that's where you ride to. So if you did a 20-meter circle, there might be 16 focal points as you ride that circle out in the distance away from your arena. So I tell people, think about your gun or your rifle having a sight in the front and a sight in the back so you have a sight out in front of you and then one out in the distance by a tree or anything like that so have a long focus and your focus change to the next one is how you turn your horse and then you use your rein or your leg to support that i still don't like belly buttons okay (laughs) just saying (laughs) so that's the tip of the week so when you're riding Pay attention to where your focus or your belly button is. And if you focus down at your horse, you're giving them the leadership. Mm. Yeah, and I guarantee that having had top endurance races in here in the studio and some top cult starters, uh, an eventer, three-day eventer, you've really got to be able to ride to be a three-day eventer. Um, and I know, I've, I, like I said, I've been around Tick a lot, horsemanship, and, and seeing how he is with his horses. And I guarantee you those, those people have to follow that tip because uh, the horse can't have the upper hand in those situations. And that's usually the difference between professionals and people that are getting started or in the middle is they really think they're riding with their seat, but they're not. But once they get that belly button thought pattern, that seat starts happening without them knowing. Yeah. So I learned that from Sarah Martin. She was like, you're not riding with your seat. I'm like, huh, you're supposed to ride with your seat? What does that mean? So I I learned that from somebody else. So, Well, I feel lame and tame in saying this after hearing about the colt starting and the endurance racing. It's very lame and tame. But for those of you that know I broke my neck a couple of years ago, you know I I can't do much, uh, but I do like to get on a horse. And Equus Television uh, have a relationship with a place called Sunset Ranch in California and wanted us to go up there and get some very um, special footage that they'll be airing on Equus Television. And Sunset Ranch actually uh, uh, get you on a horse and take you up to the Hollywood sign. Wow. And uh, so Betsy from Larson Hay and I, very dear friend of mine, Betsy, who I always enjoy traveling with. She's, uh, she's just a joy to be around, loads of fun, and we always have such a good time. They actually um, take you uh, up up the side uh-huh. of a mountain on the side of the trail these horses are very very sure-footed um and uh, just let you all know we all have helmets on by the way the uh, the guide doesn't but we all have helmets on and um they have you ride kind of down oh! the edge of the of the path because there's a lot of hikers and and whatnot going up and down the path so they have you stay all the way over on, on the, the edge. edge so that you can see and what's amazing is when you're riding, actually, off in the distance is Los Angeles, uh, which is amazing that you can actually see all the skyscrapers and everything. But yet you're out. That's Los Angeles right there. Wow. Um, and you're kind of out there on these on these trails, but you can actually see uh, see the city. You know, That's the skyscrapers. And, oh, is that right? Yes, ma'am. I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway, this horse's name is Pluto. Of course, I wanted to load him up and uh, bring him home, naturally. Um, and Betsy was on Draco, the Palomino. Uh, she always ends up with the yellow horse, she said, which, you know, makes sense. Um, 
because she likes those well, yellow horses. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, they were all very chubby and well-fed and, and, uh, and had not gone without a meal, obviously, and very sure-footed as well, um, which was nice. They've done it a few times, but they take you up and up and around until you get to the Hollywood sign. And then you get to kind of have your picture taken and, and whatnot. But it was nice. I mean, you can only walk. They uh, they don't yeah, allow any, like, any craziness, which is probably good. Uh, Especially but, with you. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I will say it was a um, it was a, uh, a very interesting experience. I'm glad we did it. Uh, I think we both had sore butts after, you know, because... Uh, it's not exactly the most comfy saddle I've ever sat in my life, but uh, I will say the horses were absolutely wonderful. The guide was fantastic, um, and um, I found some piranha. Of course, at, uh, piranha here. <laughs> at the ranch. ranch. <laughs> Speak, <laughs> speaking of piranha, wasn't the gala amazing? Oh, it was indeed. The, and actually, we were going to talk about that. Oh, there's me getting my little uh, handkerchief. Oh, look, he's got his eyes shut. Like whatever. Um, yes, we were actually supposed to talk about the golf tournament in the first segment, and and it was on our list of to dos. But yes, the Piranha Life Golf Tournament. Uh, and Gala was absolutely amazing. Isaac was there. He actually droned the whole thing. The drone footage that he got was fantastic. Um, Johan, Dr. Esther Brumman's husband, and, and Phil, Phil and whose it was birthday, birthday was last weekend. 60th. Yep. Um, Happy birthday, yes, Philip. from Bima. Uh, it was absolutely wonderful to see them out there. And just to see everybody just having such a wonderful time. Um, I actually got taught how to smack a, a golf ball, uh, which was fun. And, of course, mm-hmm. Betsy and I got to hang around Delmon together. Delmon will Louise there. Yeah, we were... Um, we were Color coordinated there, out riding around, uh, checking out what was going on. There were phenomenal prizes, fantastic sponsors um, that were uh, involved in all of this. Wonderful, wonderful prizes. Great, great charities. Food. Yeah, great, great food. food. Um, great charities. We had Heart of Florida Youth Ranch, Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses, and Canines for Warriors, um, which each were awarded a $10,000 check at the end of the evening. Uh, for wow. their wonderful 501c3s. And did you see the trophies? The trophies were, oh, Whoa. look at that. Yeah, I never saw Is trophies that like that. Is that not like magic? That's amazing, yes. Uh, so really, th- hats so off. So if you're watching literally. this, it's horse heads that are carved out of wood, and yeah. then one is a pony uh-huh. in a rare up position yep. and it's, it's all out of wood it's, it's phenomenal with piranha isn't it? underneath it and then their names i know it's making me think about hobby horse games trophies for next whoa, year whoa. Uh, i think they we need to reach out uh, and the beamer chair was there so you could get in the beamer chair and have a little uh beamer. little session yeah a little beamer session because muriel was right there um but it was really a wonderful wonderful time i think everybody had uh, an exceptional event i think the fact that it was done for three such wonderful charities uh, made people even more enthusiastic about being out there at the country and, club of ocala and i heard magic was there from six in the morning till yep. like six at night yeah le- yep. left the she banquet. loves her van she loves her van and it was all opened up inside for her like a stall with bedding and she was very comfortable munching away and resting and got to come out and visit with everybody and uh Anyway, it was phenomenal. Hats off to Piranha for all they do in this community and beyond. Yes, thank you, Piranha. we got to wrap it up. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Till the same time next week. See you next time.